Right now, I'm joined by Andrea Bell, of course, for Art is Real, curator of art at the uh, Art Pictorial Collection at the Hocken. And this morning, we're joined by Vicky Linehan, the curator, coordinator, oh, sorry, of uh, Puaka Matariki Festival. Uh, Maureen, to you both. How are we today? Ah, very well, thank you. Uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> right um, now, this today we're going to talk about uh, um, a project within a project. Yes, yes, within the Order of Things exhibition, which is currently showing at the Hocken, mm-hmm. which we talked about a few weeks back, and which is in its final days. It closes on the fifteenth of June, or is it the sixteenth of June? You sh- it's your thing. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) it's on the website. So um, within this exhibition, there's an amazing project that we've been working on in collaboration with Vicky and with Alex Monteith, and it's called Coastal Notations and Offshore Archives. Mm -hmm. So this project, um, um, yeah, as I said, is part of the exhibition. 16th of June, I've got that written down. Nice. That's when it ends. So the work essentially looks to consider the implications of holding copies of a large suite of field notes by an archaeologist from Australia named Peter Coots. And these field notes, or copies of field notes rather, detail Coots' archaeological digs at various sites, mainly across Tamimi Ord to Rakafanoa, coastal Fiordland, Dusky Sound, etc., mm. um, between 1965 and 1972 as part of his PhD research. And his PhD was titled The Emergence of the Fovo Strait Māori from Prehistory, Yay. a study of culture contact. We can make that <laughs> problematic term shortly. Uh, so during the exhibition, the Hocken is progressing um, the question as to whether we should source the originals um, and they should be returned to Otako or specifically to the Hocken. And inquiries are being made as to um, with um, contacting at least the Archaeological and Anthropological Society of Victoria, which is in Melbourne, Australia, um, which we believe Coots was formerly a member, and mm-hmm. they might hold those original papers. And um, alongside this research, we're planning a public program, which we can talk about shortly. Um, and yeah, the um, the work is displayed inside the gallery as kind of a reading space. So we've got a table and chairs set up with photocopies of the field notes for visitors to browse. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of enough of an introductory spiel, but I was thinking, Vicky, would you like to tell us a little about how you first became involved maybe in this research So I project? come from the um, GLAM sector, um, the galleries, libraries, archives and museum sector, so I understand how these um, museological practices work, I understand that intimately, it's, um, and, the, and the reasons behind them are, are altruistic, it's about um, creating an, a a really easily accessible archive for the general public to access the knowledge that belongs to all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I've always been um, really passionate about the access of knowledge for everybody. Like, like we're looking at the Otago Museum here, and one of the beautiful things about working for that museum, I was the public programs manager for a few years, mm-hmm. is that everything in that storehouse belongs to everybody. Um, access to it belongs to everybody and the tauka that are housed in there in perfect condition so they don't deteriorate um, cared for by expert kaitiaki so they don't deteriorate are mm-hmm. therefore mm-hmm. the long term 
dissemination of knowledge mm. so that we can understand who we are, where we are, and where we've come from. Mm-hmm. And of course, when um, you locate yourself in your environment, then you're more likely to look after it. And, yeah. and I've, I'm also very passionate about that. And this isn't just um, a Ta'o Māori viewpoint. People all around the world understand that you're part of a huge ecosystem yeah. and you're responsible for your position in that. And I see that with this archaeological project too, that um, what it really marks off for me as Takata Māori, as a visual artist, as a museum professional, is that Coots had absolutely no intention of he- he- looking after the tāka that he was handling, really. I mean, I've been growled at by archaeologists for having that attitude, but I think... Yes, it was its place and its time in the 60s. It was the great white man conquering everything else. Mm-hmm. His wife was on every one of those digs with him and she's not credited once. Um, he didn't ask permission to go into Aotearoa. He just went. He told us he was going. He dug over graves. There are missing artefacts. I think what's really important about this collection for me as a descendant of the people who... Um, who are being studied mm. is that yes it marks a point in time prehistory <laughs> for archaeologists but it also marks a point in time where we start to um, as a public question is this okay? Mm-hmm. Is it is it okay for academics to rife, ride rough shot over our own knowledge and not acknowledge it? So the underlying thing for this entire project for me is Where's the local story? And actually, that's my art practice in its entirety. I want to see local stories told by local artists everywhere I go. Mm. When I travel to Paris, I expect to see Parisian artists, see Parisian musicians, hear Parisian poets. You know, mm-hmm. I, when I'm in, at home in Oshiputi, I expect to be surrounded by the voices of local people, um, Māori, Pākehā, Tauiwi, whatever. So having this... Subject revisited again. This is the third time this project has come up in the last two years. Um, first of all, we started off at the Southern Museum and Art Gallery. Um, Laurie Bowers, who's just graduated Masters here at Otago. Um, we were digitising the, ar- the archival um, boxes <laughs> down the there. This is the, a- the actual assemblage. So what referred to in these field notes. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the field notes that are at the Hocken, where we first contacted the Hocken librarians during this period, mm. um, really unusual assemblage because it has a lot of um, what archaeologists refer to as spoil, which gardeners would refer to as soil, yeah. but as you know, we refer to as whenua, and that's super important because whenua, kita whenua, it's who we are, mm-hmm. and in that material is the DNA of my ancestors. Mm-hmm. So every time one of those boxes gets open, the room actually fills with particles of the ancestors. And um, that's super exciting. It's also super weird. Yeah. Um, you know, you get like ancient dirt being breathed in. But it, and another thing to remember about middens and archaeological assemblages is that the rubbish piles and we don't know what wasn't discarded into that pile. So the material gives you a really finite amount of data, another thing that needs to be recognised in archaeological collections. Mm. And the field notes also refer to um, a lot about the calculations that they do for calorie output. So archaeologists like to try and figure out what these people were 
doing based yeah. on the amount of food waste that's in these piles. But if they bothered to ask the locals, we'd be able to tell them what they were doing because they're our ancestors. Yeah. We know what our grandparents were doing because they used to tell us. So, you know, there's all these things about ethnocentricity and practice being um, laid down over talking and mm, yeah. yeah it's really 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 important that the oral tradition is acknowledged and celebrated and um, and we're seeing that even more I think we'll see that acknowledged in the upcoming New Zealand National Science Festival with um, Kōrero Matauranga Māori Kōrero is acknowledged as being as if not more important to the local story than western science mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's been developing here for 42 to 45 generations and that that's a really long time yes, mm. yes. yeah and beyond too obviously stories like um the importance of Puranga or Puaka in our dialect um mm. and matariki they're, they're thousands of years old those stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I first came across this project, I think it must have been in its second iteration, Mm. just from um, reading about it online, actually, at St Paul Street. So um, Alex Monteith was presenting an exhibition with Vicky and Mm. several others that we've um, started to mention, Um, and it was called Coastal Flows, Coastal Erosions, I think. That's right. And um, that was an exhibition whereby the gallery was, I guess, used as kind of a space for processing yeah. some of these materials. So we moved that um, digitisation project from mm. Southern Museum and Art Gallery to St Paul Street Gallery at AUT. And that was really lovely for me because I am a graduate of AUT. Mm-hmm. And um, that public interaction is super important. People were encouraged to come in and ask questions. We saw a little bit of that in Invercargill, but much, much more in Auckland. Obviously, the population is bigger. Yeah. And with students moving through, curious students too. Um, academics who made a point of specifically of coming to Tautoko, the um, kaupapa, of disseminating Matauranga Māori to uh, an audience that wouldn't necessarily understand that that even exists. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um But also alongside that, in the main gallery, Alex showed footage of how the project started. So Mm. she'd gone into Fjordan with Sarah, her partner, and Mark Adams, who's a really well-known photographer, um, who's um, married to my cousin, Asia Wilkinson, and um, took some amazing footage of the sounds. And you really, if you haven't been there, and I haven't been there, it it actually serves to... um, really reinforce all the stereotypes we have about Fiordland. Mm. Just still <laughs> and beautiful. It mm. is sublime. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A, and I have been told by um, bluffy fishermen when I was working on the project in Invercargill that, well, actually, it's wrecked. You know, it's the evidence of human interaction over the last 250 years is, is bleak. Yeah. There are wharves everywhere and, you know, mm. they, they're wealthy because they've got great catch there there's yeah. a lot of fish yeah. mm. but that's why we were going in there mm. Mm. it's part of our nohoaka our seasonal campsites and Mark's taken some beautiful photographs of the big rock shelter overhangs and um, so there's you know yeah, it, it really is us this is this thing that Ngātahu um, Kāti Māmwe Waitaha Rabavai have done throughout our history is make these camps where there's lots of food and, and you know, um, meet other whanau and pair our teenagers off and, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, it's a story that you hear all around the world but in, yeah. in, in, in a plentiful existence, you know, we were never hungry, that Goldie painting of our arrival is 
so far from the truth. That's not funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we we're continuing these these. Um, installations yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, this project is ongoing it will mm. take there are between the 300 odd at SMAG and the an, another 50 to 100 boxes here at Otago we've got years of work ahead of us which is a little bit frustrating for me because I'm really excited to see something mm. happen yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, the opportunity to talk about the project and to um, inject my visual artist's perspective, uh, even though I understand where the archaeologists are coming from and I, I get a little bit of the Tuahiri auntie on and it's like, actually, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remembering that um, when you say prehistory and say we were illiterate before that point, yeah, yeah. because that's the day that we met the first sealer, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure that the sealer wasn't thinking about writing a love letter. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. He was just getting in there. Um, and hmm. It, we did have a written language. We do have a written language. It's just not the Roman script. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the term prehistory has always been quite problematic. <laughs> yeah, so it's really good to talk yeah. about these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and for maybe sometimes for me to just let it go. <laughs> 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 That's good advice too. <laughs> um, no, but it's yeah. No, it, it sounds wonderful, and it's great um, because you know this is like you said, this is the knowledge of our land. Uh, and it's something that we don't really look at too much or know too much about. Mm. Like um, we look to places like Athens and um, mm. Phnom Penh, yeah. and yeah. and actually our history is more exciting because it's ours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't even know much about um, pre, you know, um, stuff about um, the people from Parihaka coming down and and, and, and building things for yeah, for Pakeha. Again, We hardly know about these again, things. Again, ask the locals. Yeah, ask the questions in the correct way. Mm. You know, if you're not ticker, if you're not polite, then um, why would they give you a decent response? But yeah. um, Maui shows us that with you know he chats up grandma and she gives him all of his fingernails. Yeah, because <laughs> he asked the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, um, so this is ongoing uh, what the, to, up till the 16th. 16th, that's yeah. right, 16th yeah. of June. And, um, yeah, it's, as I say, though, this project is kind of ongoing because this research will continue. Yeah. And um, we are working, we haven't got a date confirmed yet, but we are working on presenting a public program in mm. a little soon. while, yes, kind of focusing yes. on this. Um, as soon as we've got a date, then yeah. Andy will be able to broadcast it. Mm-hmm. And yep, um, sure. and what's going on with the work to get these field notes back from Australia? Emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're progressing that at the moment with our head archivist. Yeah, yeah. So um, working on that, but again, we'll try and make that information um, public and transparent as well. <sighs> All right, um, Vicky, what's coming up uh, with uh, Puaka Matariki this year? We've aligned the dates this year with teaching from... Tohunga Kokorangi Rangi Matamua, who's actually travelling down to Aotearoa, Dunedin for the New Zealand International Science Festival. So we will hear from him. Mm-hmm. There's a coincidence with the festival dates this year. It's also the winter school holidays. Yeah. And the first week is also the NZISF. So um, that's actually great for me because it means that um, kids can participate in all of the daytime activities as well. It's yeah. a family festival. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in Dunedin, it's absolutely 
midwinter. Um, <laughs> it's dark most of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's freezing cold. I, we love yeah. that though. No, but it's perfect yeah. because this is, it's obvious that it's the time to be indoors. Mm. And when you're indoors, you're sharing stories and sharing stories is sharing knowledge. And that, mm. that is what Puaka Mashariki is all about. So um, going with um, Rangi's dates means that it's the 6th to the 22nd of July this year. We've pushed it out a week. Last year we found that one week wasn't long enough. Yeah. Um, we could not squeeze the 41 events from last year into one week. So yeah. it did stretch out a little bit. Um, I'm in the process of drafting the um, final copy for the program, so I can give you a couple of highlights. All right. Fano might be interested to hear that Brockville School is putting on a Mashariki Vintage Portraits event. And I have had, wow. yeah, I think that'd be so much that fun. fun. Yeah, just um, acknowledging the, that, that connection point of settler and, and um, mana whenua contact of, and we're all really proud of our mixed heritage, mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. And um, some of those um, sittings can be a heck of a lot of fun too. So um, that's one mm. thing that will be happening. And um, Anne-Marie Jackson from um, the Phys Ed School here, um, just there, uh, she's brought, brought together a Kaupapa Waka program. Um, still don't have confirmed dates and venues for that too, but she has got funding to bring out Chad Paishon, who is one of the um, Tohonga navigators from Hawaii. So that's going to be super exciting. Oh, wow. um, Hōtudua Barclay Kerr is coming down as well. So between Rangi and Hotu and Chad, there will be some um, super exciting conversations happening too. So Fantastic. that's just two of the things that I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just so gl- um, it's so awesome that a lot of the schools get involved. Super um, important to yeah. acknowledge them that the population here is um, we we may be fair skinned, but we're still muddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we love being celebrated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's so different from when I was a kid, and it was um, just for kapahaka, and that was it. Yeah. There's all these other exciting things about our culture too. So, and that we don't jealous about it we don't keep it to ourselves yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. so and that's that the Scottish town we like that we love sharing knowledge and dunny done great <laughs> <laughs> uh, well thank you both for coming in this morning it's been a pleasure um, get along you've got uh, what? what's the date today you've got 10 days yeah, 10 days and then uh, get, a, uh, get amongst and get uh, ready for uh, Puaka Matariki Festival, which is mm, like you done. said, happening at the same time as the International Science Fest, which is amazing as well. Mm. Um, a lot of things going on then. Um, yeah, I love. I think winter is my favourite time of the year. There's just so many things going on in Ōtipote. It's amazing. Uh, all right, we'll get, you wanted some soccer practice. Yes, please. Yes, yes. And yeah, uh, stoked um, to hear they're coming to town. Yes, um, one of my favourite groups. And I, the, I, we wanted a particular song. But I don't think I've, that song was on our playlist, and the CD is right behind you. But I've got, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're in our time. But I've got a mini. I think. Oh, we'll, kia ora. Yeah, 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 nice one. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, you're on the one, ninety-one FM.